0: we take a two-week break from the Book of Acts. This week, our message celebrates the birth of Christ found in the Gospels of Matthew, Luke, and John. Please follow along with Pastor Jim as he delivers today's portion of this week's message entitled, Glory to God in the Highest. All of us at Heritage Bible Radio and Heritage Bible Church wish you all a joyful, Christ-centered Christmas, but Caesar Augustus, though he was, a, you know, humanly speaking, a good guy, he was still a heathen. He divorced his wife Scribonia. Anybody want to name a kid Scribonia? That's a biblical name. Um, she, he divorced her for not giving him a son. Actually, her name's not in the Bible. I didn't want to mean, didn't mean to say that. Um, maybe. His own law against adultery wound up costing him his marriage because he married then a woman named Livia and forced her son named Tiberius, who was one of the later emperors, to divorce his wife to marry Julia, who was the daughter of Caesar Augustus by Scribonia. Got that? I don't either. He, all that to say, he didn't have everything smooth under his own roof. He did soft pedal emperor worship because he had seen how Uncle Julius Caesar had made himself unpopular by promoting it very heavily. So Caesar Augustus was better than most Roman emperors, far better than the local Judean despot Herod, who tried to have Jesus killed. But he was far from godly. Nevertheless, in God's providence, he used this man who had no clue that he was being used in God's providence. That piece of Rome was a huge deal for the early spread of Christianity. Now, Caesar Augustus needed to uh, manage his empire, and so to resolve some confusion about things, uh, they took this regular census to help him to that end. He, um, take a census, it says, of all the inhabited earth. The, the word translated inhabited earth, oikumene, King James says world, and it's not that word. Uh, it, but that refers to the area that had been inhabited by the Greeks and reached its pinnacle under Alexander the Great and then occupied by the Romans. Now, this was a census, not a taxing. Again, the King James is inaccurate on that point. Taxing was uh, usually based on some of the facts that were gathered from the census, but that came later. They might have been presuming he was going to tax based upon the census, but he was was counting noses is what he was doing. Then uh, verse 2. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So if God blesses you with two kids, a boy and a girl, you can have Scribonia and um, Quirinius, and you'll be you know, right there in biblical history. Now, why this verse? Well, it, it gives us a very interesting fix on the approximate time of Jesus' birth. Luke was a very meticulous historian. He really did his He really did his research and he felt it important and guided by the Holy Spirit put this verse in here. We know that Quirinius was governor in Syria twice, from 4 B.C. to A.D. 1 and then again in A.D. 6. Jesus was born uh, probably in the winter of 5 to 4 B.C., Now I know you're thinking BC stands for before Christ. Why was Jesus born four years before before Christ? Well uh, it has nothing to do with him getting the calendar wrong. It has to do with when converting from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar centuries later somebody counted wrong. So Jesus was born in what on our calendar would be uh, probably 4 BC. Now it's interesting because we know This happened during the um, first time that Quirinius was the governor of Syria, but we also know Herod was still alive at that time, and he died in 4 BC. We have a really good fix on when Jesus was actually born. So chapter 2, verse 3, and everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. People in this census were to be enrolled according to their ancestral homes. Thus, they needed to go to the town where their family register was kept. Now, we don't relate to this method, but it was well known at that time. People weren't as mobile as they are now to move all over the place. We know this same method was used in Egypt. If that were employed now, I would probably have to go to Iowa to the land of my great and great-great-grandfathers to register in the Harris uh, tradition. Luke chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, Joseph also went up from Galilee from the city of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and family of David in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. Now, if you whip out your book of Bible maps, you'll find Galilee and you'll find Jerusalem. And you say, wait a minute, it says he went up. It's almost straight down on your map. What does that mean? Well, he's not speaking as far as a compass is concerned. He's talking about topography. Jerusalem was the highest point. So everywhere when you go to Jerusalem, you go up to Jerusalem, northeast, south, and west. It's all up to uh, Jerusalem. Now, Bethlehem is about 10 or 15 miles uh, outside of Jerusalem. Bethlehem was called David's city way back in First Samuel chapter twenty, verse six. Interesting. You can you can study how David came to make um, Jerusalem the, um, the 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 capital city, but he was family was from Bethlehem. Now, there's a really interesting question to which the official answer is. We don't know the answer for sure, but did Joseph know of the prophecy of Micah chapter 5, verse 2, which says that the Christ was going to be born in Bethlehem? Did Joseph know that? Well, we're not told that Joseph knew that, but we do know, remember when the Magi came and they were saying, where is he who is born king of the Jews? And Herod immediately went to the scribes and said, where do the scriptures say? And they said, they quoted Micah chapter 5, verse 2. So we know that that wasn't some kind of obscure knowledge. It could be that, that Joseph and Mary Actually, understood the significance of this. We don't know, but either way, the majesty of God orchestrating all of this is just glorious. So Joseph took his pregnant virgin bride on the trip from Nazareth in Galilee, about 80 miles to Bethlehem in Judea, a several days journey. And by the way, the Bible does not mention a donkey being involved. So um, we don't know her means of transportation. Most people walked. Now, I don't know how many highly pregnant women walked, but imagine it any way you want to. We don't know about a donkey. Engaged in our translation means that they were in that. Jewish betrothal period approximately one year prior to the wedding feast, and when the physical union to consummate the marriage took place, but this was like engagement, but stronger than that. the couple would, would be legally married but in the in the betrothal period during that time. And when it says Joseph took her as his wife, but kept her a virgin, it means that he took her into his household, and, and they were together from that time on. It was during the betrothal year that Jesus was conceived miraculously by the Holy Spirit. Joseph immediately took her into his household. He, despite the questions and the shame that they surely would have received, from all who couldn't possibly understand. I mean, can you imagine the conversations? Joseph, Mary is pregnant? Really? How'd that happen? Well, um, God did it right, Joseph. Can you imagine the gossip? Around the little village of Nazareth. But he took her in and he kept her a virgin until after Jesus was born. So, engaged or betrothed, that's still the proper word to describe that relationship. The gossip tongues surely were flying, and then Joseph and Mary conveniently leave town and they don't see him for several years till after the baby is born and the little diversion down to Egypt. And then, they, and then they came back and those things followed them, I'm sure, through their lives in Nazareth. Verse 6, while they were there, that is in Bethlehem, the days were completed for her to give birth. That means that the natural course of the pregnancy wound up coinciding with God's Perfectly chosen time for the birth of his son. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program.